Nikita Brooks here. Welcome to the Single Moms Brunch Podcast. Yes, we are going to chat it up, ladies. Yes, we are. Where we have conversations about mindsets, opportunities, money, and definitely success. Go grab your mimosa, your eggs benedict, or maybe even your egg or waffle and join the conversation. Entrepreneurs, Lakita Brooks here. Welcome to another episode of the Single Moms Brunch Podcast. Y'all, I almost forgot about y'all today. But listen, make sure you go to getpaidforyourexpertise.com if you are that entrepreneur that desires to get paid from high-end coaching, government contracts, and consulting. And you are ready to map out your money so then you can have the action steps with a plan. So go to getpaidforyourexpertise.com. So listen, y'all, I actually started walking. So pretty much like every day, I do about, I would say, between 10,000 to 13,000 steps every single morning. So, like, in my regular routine, I woke up, made up my bed, put on my workout clothes, and I started walking. And I got about, I don't know, 3,000 steps, like, out into the community in my neighborhood. And I was like, wait a minute. I didn't do the podcast today. So, like, sometimes we're so accustomed to doing our own little routines to where we totally forgot what we're supposed to be doing. So listen, today's topic is going to be a little, you know, a little hard hitting, even for me. So today we're going to talk about do what you have to do for you so you never have to settle or accept mess. So that's what we're talking about. And when I'm talking about this, it's not just about and relationships a lot of times we think about settling or just accepting whatever in relationships no we're talking about in relationships in work when it comes to you selling your services in your business or your products even when it just comes to life in general do what you need to do so then you never have to settle or accept mess and on top of that so that you don't have to be dependent on someone so a social worker. So a lot of my examples I use are social work related because as you know, I'm a social worker. But this is not necessarily a social work podcast. But one of the social workers posted, and they posted it jokingly. But I didn't take it as a joke, y'all. Like, okay. So they were like, oh my goodness, I'm already working two full-time jobs. You know, I'm doing, just say, another two side hustles. And now I'm about to sell feet pics. And which that part was a tad bit fun. I'm about to sell feet pics in order to pay my bills. And I read it, and I read it again, and I read it again, and I read it again. And majority of people, I would say like 99% of the people did the emoji where they're laughing. They thought it was funny. It was like, ha, 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 ha. And I'm thinking to myself, he, he, hell. Like, it's nothing funny about this. It's quite sad. And I understand comedy comes from stuff that's truthful. But it really hurt my heart. And it really saddened me. Like, dang. Like, you have to work all those jobs, do all that stuff just to pay your bills? Just for your lifestyle? Just for your quality of life? And it's like, no. You are settling. You are accepting. And why? 
and I don't even know what's you know what's their why. And it was interesting that I you know I gave my little my little short spiel. I didn't go in detail, but one of the people responded and was just like, "Well, you shouldn't judge people because everybody don't have it like you. It's hard out here." And I'm thinking to myself, "Boo." You must not know who you talking to. Like, I done filed for Chapter 7 bankruptcy all for the sake of following a dream, a vision. Like, I didn't know what my official outcome was going to be. Like, I knew my goal when I filed for Chapter 7 bankruptcy, let my house go into foreclosure, timeshares go into foreclosure, land go into foreclosure, a car repossessed, a dually truck repossessed. Like when I did all those things, bank, you know, bankruptcy, you know, credit all messed up, let credit cards go, started from scratch. At that particular moment in time, all I had was a vision and a dream of what I desired my outcome to be. That's it. That's all I had. It wasn't real. And I took the necessary steps in order to make sure that it was real. So when I say to you, this is this is from the, the work standpoint, if you're not making the money that you want to make, or if you're a person where you have, you know, you're satisfied with life and you want to get to successful, if you're successful, you want to get to self-actualized, or if you want to go from self-actualized to, to a whole nother outer world experience, Whatever that might be, begin with the end in mind so you don't have to settle. Now, I'll tell you, in relationships, it's a little bit different, but we'll focus on work right now. So when it comes to work, I just had a vision for what I wanted and a dream for what I wanted. And I created a plan. I wrote out what are the things. So, like, my destination was to go into private practice. And the vehicle that I was using to get to the destination was to go get my master's of social work degree. And I had to remove any barriers, roadblocks, blockages, anything out of my way that would hold me back from going to get my master's in social work. And that was debt. Having big bills because I'm trying to live the American dream, thinking that that's what life is about. Big bills, big cars, big house, all this foolishness, but that wasn't what it was. So I filed Chapter 7 bankruptcy to remove that barrier. So in your life, think about what is that end result that you want? What is that destination? What will be the vehicle to get you there? Like what type of services or products are you going to sell? Which of your skill sets? Are, is going to allow you to make the most money. Are you looking for a part-time gig? Are you going to look for a PRN job? Are you going to go into entrepreneurship? But what is it? How are you going to generate that income that you need? Right? What's going to be the vehicle to be able to do it? Like for me in my world, I help my clients with getting paid from high-end coaching, government contracts and consulting and go to get paid for your expertise.com if you know that you're interested in getting paid in those three ways but for you it could be something totally different so think about that and then the third thing was think about what are those particular roadblocks when it's what that might hinder you from it like I said it was my bills that could hinder me so I did what I needed to do so then that would no longer be an issue so I say to you when it comes to work figure that out think about it because when I quit my job February of 2019 
And once again, I didn't know what the next step was really going to be. <laughs> All I knew was that I needed to homeschool my daughter in that particular moment in time. She was in eighth grade. We were dealing with life. I was going through a stressful custody case. And I was tired of my job at the VA. But the icing on the cake, as some would say, was my daughter needing additional support. And I had to actually homeschool her and remove her from the public school system. So that was a thing that made me say, Bobby, but guess what? I was only able to do that because I had the confidence because I had at least a year's worth of money in the bank. So then to pay my expenses. So then when the issue arose, I didn't have to settle or accept. I just quit my job and did what I needed to do to support my, my daughter. So I say to you, when it comes to work, what do you need to do? And let me say this. Sometimes it's not always about the money. It's not the money that's always the barrier. When it came to work, that was a barrier. But let's just say in relationships, like a companionship, like companion you know male female women women whatever you're whatever you know you like but your particular companion when it comes to those type of relationships sometimes it's harder like i have a companion and i've had a companion for about two and a half years we've been on and off and when i say we've had so much fun together like we've had so much fun doing life together we our first date was in hawaii like oh my goodness that's like some disney type stuff like who who does that our first time seeing each other since middle school, he booked flights and everything, did everything with no expectations of anything for us to go to Hawaii. So we met in person that day and hopped on a flight within hours, like so magical. So we've had the most amazing experiences. And now I'm getting to a point where it's like, okay, Lakita, like now your daughter is about to be 18 next year, going off to college in 2023. And yes, this has been a fun companionship. And it's like, we're committed, but then not really officially saying that we're committed per se. And it's like, but you know, as I move forward into this next iteration of my life, I don't have to be that, that full-time mom anymore. So I desire to have, I guess, like a for real labeled, I guess, committed, committed relationship, maybe even marriage. I'm still working through that myself. So when I say these things to you, it's not just, it's something you need to do, you need to do, you need to do. No, like some of these things, like the work piece, I got that. The business piece. I got that piece too. But the relationship piece, that's the piece that I struggle with. Because it's like, man, I've had the most amazing time with my companion over these past two and a half years. But now I desire more. I want more. I want to know that I 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 know. You know, so I'm so in my life at this moment, as of today, that's something that I'm kind of I'm torn with because it's like on one hand, you know, I've made requests, said different things I wanted, and I'd be doggone. He planned for us to go on a date this weekend. We go into a comedy show later on today, and it's like, dang. So I made these requests. He stepped up and did it. But then part of me is still like, but, but I don't have this, but I don't have that. But, you know, so it's, <laughs> it's crazy. So sometimes it's, we might need the confidence. Sometimes we might need to have the courage. Sometimes it could be what we really need is figuring out, getting really clear and solid on what we want. Because once we figure that out, and like I said, when it comes to the relationship thing, it's like, you know, once you've, like I've been a mom that's single for 17 plus years. 
and I just and I just you know jokingly but seriously say just pray over my daughter because she's been raised by a mom who like handles her business so I have no doubts that my daughter will be a rock star she's going to be amazing she's going to do amazing things in her career and professional life hands down and she's not going to take no mess from nobody but I am concerned that when it comes to, you know, dating and companionship relationships, I have not been the best example for her because I haven't effectively known how to navigate it because I'm so used to being the independent woman, making it happen, getting it done regardless, asking when I need to, or even sometimes when I desire to, but overall, I got me and I got my baby. So, who child, that's just, it's just a lot. That's all I can say. So, relationships could be a little trickier. Like I said, relationships, it might even be the money. It's about really figuring out what is it that you want. When it comes to your business services, like knowing your value and not, and not uh, charging less than what you think that you, that someone can pay for. Because people pay for what they want. Like, if my daughter spent $300 on wigs and she was doing this when she was like 15 to 16 years old, like... Somebody can pay for your services if they want to pay for your services, period. It's not a, well, I'll see, I might be able to. No, they're just not your client. So don't feel obligated to settle for whatever money they want to give you. And then on the back end, you're ticked off because you didn't get paid the money that you want to get paid. So do what you have to do so you never have to settle or accept mess. So once again, let's kind of, I've said a whole lot today. We've talked about relationships work business services but let me try to make this a little more practical for you like i talked about earlier begin with the end in mind what is it what is that outcome that you desire and i don't mean like for me i have a big vision i have like a billion dollar vision for the social work incubator like that's like big 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 vision right I'm not focused on that vision right now. We're taking a small step. I rolled out phase one. I'm focused on the workforce development. So when it comes to that big vision, I'm not focused on that right now. I'm focused on building relationships with key decision makers at master of social work degree programs in order to get contracts with them to offer my eight training module for workforce development to help social work students effectively navigate the MSW program and be able to land a job once they graduate to attain a little wage. So, like I said, for me, work business examples are way easier because that whole relationship thing, y'all got to find a relationship guru for that one. But I just want to be transparent and be honest with you and let you know, like, I have my own struggles that I deal with. And typically, it's in a relationship area. But anywho, so the practical standpoint, at this moment, the destination is about getting contracts with MSW programs. What will be the vessel to do it? I'm I'm building relationships. Well, first, I had to identify schools. Then identify the decision makers. Build strategic relationships with them. And for me, that's connecting through LinkedIn. Then eventually, I'll start making some phone calls to schedule meetings to find out about their budgets and what opportunities are available. And then from that, talking about the services. So that's the vehicle that I'm going to be using. And at this moment, there are no barriers or blockages. It's simply me maximizing my time and doing what I need to do. So in your world, Based on those particular areas in your life, 
where you feel like you're settling or you're just accepting, what is it? What is that outcome that you desire? What is that vision that you desire? What is that dream that you desire? And even if it's not the big dream, it's one of those stepping stone type dreams. Like I said, for me, a stepping stone is getting the workforce development contracts. That's not the complete billion dollar vision, no. The billion dollar vision is the workforce development, professional development, business development, um, changing the global narrative for the social profession. Like that is the billion dollar vision. But we had to first start with those tangible or those smaller destinations in order to get us to the official final destination. So what would that look like for you? So then you don't have to settle. And in the situation with the young lady that we first talked about, my first question to her would be, well, how much money do you need to make to pay your bills? And then how much money would you desire to make? And let's look at what type of skills do you have? What type of experience do you have? And which way, which avenue to take? Are there other social work jobs for you to consider that's going to be able to pay you more so then you could just have that one job is it that you keep your one job and then figure out one particular side hustle that's going to generate the income that you need those would be the questions that i would ask to kind of support her with being able to make enough money because it just doesn't make sense to have those different jobs so and in life we settle and accept stuff because we don't have options it's either we don't have options because we can't go anywhere because we're depending upon somebody or we don't think that we have options or that we're comfortable and we're just accepting whatever they want to give us. So for me, I would say the biggest takeaway is make sure you're in a situation where you have options because technically, if I didn't ever want to talk to my companion again, I don't have to ever talk to him again. Why? Because I don't need him to be able to support my lifestyle for me and my daughter. No, I take care of me and my daughter by myself. So I don't need him for that. Yes, I need him in other areas for companionship and have someone to do life with and fun with and take trips with and have experiences with. So those are things I choose to do because I like them, but I'm not dependent on him because I can do those things by myself. Do I like having the company? Yes, I love it. But my basic quality of life will not be impacted if I made the decision to not talk to him again. So what I'm saying to you, get in a pop, in a space where you don't have to just, just, just accept or just settle because you have options. At your job, I had an option when I worked in the Department of Veterans Affairs. Did I like making? I might have made between sixty-five and seventy-two thousand. I forgot how much I made back then. But either way, I like making my salary. I like the benefits. I like the employee match. But I had the option of quitting because I had the money in the bank to leave, and that's what I did. Yes, I enjoyed having the money get coming in. I enjoyed my steady paycheck. I'm not gonna sit here and lie. But I also didn't like the politics. And my daughter was way more important than me keeping those few coins rolling in. So get to a point in your life where you have options. So then if you don't, if you don't like it, 
you don't have to accept it. Or even when it comes to your business and you pricing your services and your products, set a price that you want. And if somebody wants it, great. And if they say no, that's fine too. Just know they weren't your ideal client. But don't waver on what you know the value that you bring for your services and your products. Because you only do that because you're desperate. You're needy. You're destitute. And we're not operating from that space. We're operating from a space of overflow. And we're operating from being able to have options. So do what you need to do to have options. Begin with the end in mind. Think about what destination you want to get to. Think about the vehicle that's going to get you to the destination. And then think about what are any roadblocks or barriers that's going to hinder you from being able to get into the vehicle to get to the destination. You got it. So for all of my entrepreneurs that desire to get paid from high-end coaching, government contracts, and consulting, go to getpaidforyourexpertise.com. I am Lakita Brooks. I love you all and I thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Single Moms Brunch Podcast. Until next Sunday at 11 a.m. Ciao! Thanks, Mom, for joining me today at the Single Moms Brunch Podcast. Yes. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, and tell all the other moms that you know about it. And you know what, Mom? I can't let you go without giving you a free gift. So make sure you go to www.singlemomsbrunch.com. Once again, that is Single Moms Brunch dot com to get your free gift i am lakita brooks and remember you are not a single mom you are a mom that is single